0: Hey guys, how you living? There's another question. Answer it for yourself. Hopefully you're living well. Hopefully you're feeling groovy. I am. All right. So in this episode, I uh, went over um, I went over um, the new picture that you guys have seen our new our new logo and um, or our new cover art with Tyler Brown graciously uh, donated to the, the cause and um, we are actually shortening the name from Merle endless stuff to simply my stuff it's mi stuff but my stuff so uh, say it like that when you're telling people about it it's my stuff the podcast so um, that's gonna help us reach a larger demographic and I just just tagged this on at the end but I want to make sure you guys know that in the beginning coming through um, or in the beginning when you're uh, uh, checking this out. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So in this episode, I talked about that. I talked about uh, Tyler and Alicia, where uh, our good conversations that we've been having, my uh, uh, tales of woe with the internet, and um, my good experiences with customer service, and uh, how I feel like I try to be overly nice to people in that situation. Um, I also talked about uh, women having paid maternity leave and sorts of things like that, uh, uh, eye-opening situations that that women have to deal with that I was not aware of. I talked about that. Um, And also... I I said just a couple of words at the very end about the uh, Braves and LeBron. So, this one is a longer episode. Sorry for that. I did a little rambling, and uh, I veered off from my bullet points a little bit. So, uh, I I kept it pretty reined in, though. So, there's that. So, your music and uh, movies and shows that I I suggested this week are Robert Plant and Allison Krauss, Raising Sand, Tiger's Jaw, self-titled album, and Coheed and Cambria, second stage Turbine Blade, listen to those, and then The Fourth Kind, Brock Meyer, and Dear White People on Netflix, watch that shit. Anywho, without further ado, here's My Stuff, episode 25, enjoy folks. Hey guys, how's it a-goin'? Uh, Ooh, I'm peeking a little bit on that I don't think it matters I think I'm fine. I always talk about peeking and then I'll listen back to the episodes and they don't sound too awful bad if they sound bad I'm sorry but um, I had a, had a talk with uh, a Peter a while back I, I, I've, I've covered in several different episodes but um, talking about getting my my volume levels up so that I will you know be up with the big dogs you know we want to be the same as Joe Rogan. And Tim Ferriss. You know the greats. No agenda. We want to be part of the greats. So speaking of one of those podcasts I just mentioned, myself and Tyler Brown and Alicia Brown had a great conversation regarding this podcast and I got some great compliments from them and I really appreciate their words. And, um... Their input. So Tyler, um, I sent him a sent him an episode to listen to a while back, and he told me at Trivia Monday they finally listened to it and was so moved with it that he decided to make me some artwork. So he made some legit artwork. If you guys have noticed, not on the YouTube side of things, but on the uh, uh, Facebook and um, uh, iTunes Potomac side of things that we have new artwork, and it looks awesome. It's actually legit artwork, and uh, Tyler makes... He's made uh, artwork for a few episodes of No Agenda, and No Agenda are the people who basically, like, Adam Curry invented podcasts, and thank God for him and that. But um, Tyler's done work for them, so literally, uh, I have legit art, and it looks like a record. It looks like a record. It's like a faded record. I love it. Recycle. Um, so, <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, the new, the new artwork looks a little bit more enticing. If somebody just scrolling through Potomatic and they see the picture, they'll be like, Oh, this is interesting. I wonder what this is about, or at least we're hoping that, uh, that we'll get that out of it. But very stoked that tyler and alicia are um uh are on board with this thing and uh and dig it and i, uh, I appreciate their opinion for sure Um very happy with that um and i'm still all, still very excited about all the kind words that they both had for the uh the podcast very very stoked to hear that i was actually doing this thing kind of halfway right considering that people uh They listen to podcasts regularly, so they say I'm doing not bad. So that's all I'm going to say about myself right there. That's all I'm going to say about me. Yeah, that's not true. I'm going to say more about me. (laughs) Just kidding. All right, so Alicia and I, uh, the beautiful bride of Tyler Brown, uh, discussed doing an episode that is more geared towards the psychological reasons behind... Uh, Maybe some of the science of a little bit, a few of the mental issues that we're faced with right now in the country and going to be doing something. I want to do an episode about the school systems and uh, the the misplaced budgets, basically, or, or misplaced government funds. And not by misplaced like like lost, but but placed in the wrong in the wrong hands. Like maybe not so many prisons being built and a few more schools. But I, I don't want to give too much of that episode away. But we're already working on a a few subjects and very excited to have her. And I think maybe Tyler Brown will be be a part of that as well. But very happy about my new listeners. So happy to have you, new listeners. All right. So. um... I'm going to talk about Spectrum and Time Warner. Now, <laughs> I had, all right, so I'm going to preface this. I'm actually just going to tell this story. I'm not going to give you any preface at all. Well, I'm going to Westworld this shit. Ooh, by the way, who's watching Westworld? That shit's great, right? Um, <laughs> All right, so I had some internet issues this morning. I have told in uh, previous episodes that I sleep with Netflix rolling. I sleep with the Parks and Recreation rolling. Uh, I restarted it again last night. I had like two episodes left in season seven, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and restart it, uh, season one. And uh, I woke up around, let's say, 10.30 this morning, and... um, I, you know, I, it was silent, so I grabbed my remote to just not even open my eyes, just hit the button, and I don't hear any noise, I don't hear any people talking, like, these are my friends, these parks and recreation people, they're my friends, I need them to, I need to know they're here so that I can sleep safely, It I know that's crazy, but I've been like that since I was a kid, and I, and I can't help it, and. If God, if God forbid any, any woman ever decides to choose a life with me, I feel, I hope that she's okay with sleeping with the television on all night because that's, that sort of has to happen. But, um, anyway, couldn't, didn't hear any noise. Didn't hear my, 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 my Netflix friends talking so that I could sleep safely. So open my eyes. This this title cannot be retrieved for you at this time. We've all got Netflix, and we've all seen that this title cannot be retrieved for you at this time. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. Scoot on over to Friends. I like those people. They're my other friends. So I hit, I hit Friends. Same deal. Title cannot be retrieved at this time. I'm like, okay, there's something afoot. <laughs> so... I go back, I get out of, uh, I get out of the Netflix thing and I'm, and I've got a, uh, one of those smart TVs in my room and, uh, it, I go to the network settings on the TV and it says no internet connection. And I'm like, Oh, motherfucker. I'm like, no, granted I'm a musician. And I, money comes at weird times as a musician, especially in the winter time, I have had my shit cut off before, you know, and I'm, and I'm sitting here thinking this ain't, <laughs> I mean, we are good this month. You know what I mean? Like we, 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 we straight right now. There ain't no reason that this shit ought to be get, get cutting in and out. So I get up, come in the living room, do the same thing that they're going to tell you to do. If you call them, unplug it and plug it back in. So I did that, let it reboot, still got no internet, still nothing's going on. So I've got the, my, my TWC, the, my Time Warner cable app, and I get on there and I can, I can do a text chat with them. So I do the text chat thing and I'm talking to the lady or, uh, I assume it was a lady she had a lady's name, but who's, who can tell these days? Uh, I have a lady's name. So anyway, I was talking to uh, this this person, and they're just telling me all of these things that I've already done, and they're like, well, can you try to unplug it and plug it back in? Yes, I, I just did that. I will do it again. Did that again. Apparently, they sent their signal to my modem and wasn't getting anything, so the lady or person says, okay, well, it seems like there's actual hardware uh, malfunctions And we can't even reach your receiver. So we're going to have to send out a technician. Now, she said the next technician is going to be available uh, Thursday at 10 a.m. And I said, well, ma'am, I'm or or whatever. I was like, I'm a a musician. My my work happens at the nighttime. I'm usually a a late sleeper. And uh, later in the day would be be greater, but if tomorrow is my only option, like I'd hate to go without internet or cable or anything an entire day. One, because Wednesday is my release day for podcasts Sunday and Wednesday. And I'm trying to stick to those things. I know I've, I've been off a little bit, but even bill Burr does his Monday morning podcast on Thursday afternoon. Sometimes matter of fact, I think he calls it Monday morning, Thursday afternoon, whatever. Um, that doesn't matter. But, um, I, I needed a, a way in which to get this to the internet, you know, to get this to to, to you guys, I just want to release some content for you. So I told a lady, I was like, I need more. I need, I need internet faster than, than you're telling me I can have it. And I was very kind. I was very like, I didn't say it to her like I did. Then I, I was typing it. So I made it sound a lot. I mean, I, I try to be as nice to these people as I can, because I know that it's not their fault. Um, but anyway, um, scheduled the appointment, and she said she would put a rush on it as fast as uh, they could get there. So turns out there was a technician that could stop by at 4 o'clock today. the day. So I was like, perfect. It was like ten forty-five, almost 11 at this point. And, uh, uh, actually it was actually it was past 11 because I, I, I it was like ten thirty something when I got up and I definitely spent more than a half hour, like back and forth with these people. So, uh, somewhere around 11 o'clock, I found out that it was going to be scheduled to be here around four and five. So I was like, cool. I needed to get guitar strings for the gig tonight. And my sleep is something that I hold very near and dear to my heart. So I really appreciate sleep and immediately, as soon as I found out that at least help was on the way that it was going to be resolved, I I have a jump drive with a bunch of a bunch of movies on it plugged into my TV and I went to the Harry Potter bank and just started at the Prisoner of Azkaban and let it play, woke up. After Azkaban was off and put Goblet of Fire on, and that that got me through a uh, couple more hours of sleep. And uh, anyway, I get up a little before four o'clock, right before this person's supposed to be here. I was gonna jump in the shower real quick. And uh, anyway, ended up getting a notification that the dude was like four minutes away, and I'm like, shit, this, I gotta, I gotta get, uh, you know, I gotta get out of bed and and move and, uh, and let this person in my house. So I get up, uh, I get up real quick, uh, threw on whatever I had on last night and let this person into my house to check out the shit. So he comes in and he's like, you got anything like, like any, you got any, any signal at all? And even my, my television was out. Like even cable was out. Like I had no cable. I had no internet. Like there was nothing working. I got a house phone. Who's got a house phone, right? I do. Uh, I had, I had no line on my house phone and, um, it was like, it was everything like just a black screen. Like the guide worked, the guide would tell me what was on, but I couldn't see it. And he was like, Oh yeah, that shit's fucked. Really cool dude. Um, and, uh. He was like, all right, well, let me go check outside. Let me go check your, uh, check your cable outside. So, uh, <laughs> um, this is where the plot thickens. So apparently, and I live in an apartment complex here and there's, uh, if, if you're not aware, <clears throat> there's usually separate lines that go to each apartment as far as cable goes, From the, uh, from the source, from the, the, yeah, basically like the, the, the source of the cable. Now, someone apparently hooked up a splitter on my cable account outside or on my, on my cable line outside and was running cable elsewhere. And I, I don't know where, obviously, but, um, Apparently when whoever did that, they did that this morning. Like, cause as soon as they, as soon as they hooked up the splitter onto, onto the cable out to my unit here, it totally unhooked everything else that I had going on here. So the guy figured that out, found that out and figured out that apparently, uh, Someone else, someone else ran a cable line off of my, off of my cable and tried to use a splitter. And apparently that was the only one that had a splitter on it. So unless some other cable provider showed up earlier today or earlier this morning and did that, then, uh, there's a different situation, which I don't know, or don't want to even speculate, but, um, so he finally got all this figured out and yeah, so basically, somebody put a splitter on my cable line, and it totally st- t- took all of my all of my feed from my cable and bullshit. Shut off my whole fucking thing. But anyway, there's that. That I'm, I'm not touching that information anymore. But um, dude, hook my hook my shit up. We got it going perfect. Everything's fine now. I can sleep with my uh, Pawnee family this evening. And, uh, I can definitely, uh, uh, yeah, make it through the night now that I got access to my internet, but it'll be something else tomorrow. Something else will fucking go wrong. Um, I see on Facebook, a lot of people who are talking shit about this Time Warner cable spectrum transfer of power. And, uh, I've I've done nothing but benefit from it. Like literally, my bill went down. Um, my internet literally got faster. I have faster internet, and uh, I have more channels. I used to get the uh, like HBO and Showtime and uh, like Epics or something like that, and it was uh, around a hundred and. 50 100 like 150 bucks or something like that. And I now my bill is like $30 cheaper and I get Cinemax as well, skinemax after dark. You feeling groovy, baby? That just got weird, didn't it? <laughs> oh, I don't care. All right. So anyway, everybody's complaining about this whole, uh, switch. Now on my television, I got, uh, for like the last month that they, they still offered out of the wall cable. It basically, every single time I turned my television on, it went to this channel that would inform me that, okay, you're not, you're not going to be able to have digital or you're everything's moving to digital on this day. And like it said that on you have X amount of days. There was a countdown every day, and I saw it. So I know that I'm not the only person that happened to. I'm positive that everybody else who turned their TV on had to see that thing said, "Hey, come this day, you're not going to have cable out of the wall anymore. You need to get a receiver for it. Everything's going digital." I know that's probably aggravating for a certain amount of people, but when it, it's it, it's it's happening, like it that that's that's like. Coax out of the wall is basically the cassette tape of cable. Am I right? I mean, people had to know that it was coming. One day you would have to have a cable box and and I I, and I had I ran a uh, uh, um, cable straight out of the wall into my bedroom until I got this new smart TV and uh, and now I have a box in there, which is coincidentally never worked. Weird enough, Chief used to always complain about it screwing up in his room, and I was like, "Man, I couldn't figure it out uh, or why it wouldn't work when everything in the in the living room worked fine." And anyway, after he moved out, I moved that box over to my room, and now it doesn't work for me. So I, I guess I don't know. It something something was afoot. That's all we're gonna give on that. But um, yeah. So I see like I said, I see all of this hate coming from people just, and I'll go up. I've driven to Tom Warner cable to pay a bill before. uh, And I've just seen people out of the door, like literally a line into the parking lot, just holding, you know, holding their shit, their, their cable boxes and modems in the hand. Just, just, I'm sure that all these people were canceling their service. And, and I, I, I get that to each his own, whatever. If you feel like you got cheated in a situation, if you feel like they did you wrong, then by all means cut ties. Uh, and I see it on Facebook a lot, but I have to be honest. Like I've been behind on my bill. Like, not, not like awful or significantly, but I've been behind on my bill and I've called them and I've said, Hey, I, I've, can I, it, it's blah, 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 wintertime musician, yada, 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 the same spiel that, that one uses that time of year, because it's the truth. When you work in the service industry, money shows up like six months out of the year. And thankfully this year, i got a better leg on things. And, and hopefully next winter is not going to be as bad. Cause this winter wasn't as bad either. I actually stayed on top of shit, but in winter's past, I've gotten behind, and I've always, they've always been very good to me about, you know, like, okay, we'll give you extra days. If you need extra time to to pay your shit, then we'll give you extra time. And they've always been very good to me about that uh, since day one, since I got it in uh, shit changed over to my name. And every single problem that I've had, they've actually solved it. And in a timely manner, like even today, when I told the the person I was talking to on the chat, I was like, can my, I kind of need internet today. Like, I mean, I, I, I didn't go into the whole, I have a podcast I need to release today, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I need internet today. And they did, we pulled whatever string they could pull and got someone here today and, uh, fixed like fix my issue. And I had, I had like a lot of, a lot of experiences with their customer service because, uh, I don't know if the internet goes out or, or if I just, maybe, maybe my equipment's maybe older, um, or, or whatever have you, like any problem I've ever had, Like if my internet goes out, all I have, I get on the text chat and I've never had to actually talk to anybody. Not in a long time. Ever since I realized I could just text them, that's much easier. And, um, by the way, if anybody ever wants to call me, text me first, just trust me text me first. Um, (laughs) so I text, I've texted them several times and, um, Always have my problems resolved, and they always give me the opportunity to give a review on uh, to give a review on their their uh, I guess their assistance, their 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 ability to help me uh, in my situation or whatever have you. But I always do that. So I've said this before too, or maybe maybe I've just said this in conversation, but. I love to give reviews. I always love to give reviews and I never give bad reviews. If it's someone who I could give a bad review to, I just don't, don't do it. I just don't give a review at all. But anytime somebody prints out the long receipt and says, Hey, uh, if you go online and take this survey about your experience, there's blah blah blah, and and I never even I never even do it for like the percentage off or the discounts or whatever. I've n- literally never used any of that stuff, but I always give and leave reviews. I always do that, and I do that because I know so many of these people, like sort of rely on things like that. Like I know a lot of these people in in that, uh, uh, Time Warner Cable. Uh, technical support I'm sure that a lot of them especially since the merger have just been cussed out for everything that they're worth and I was even talking to the to the guy today the the technician I was like man I know you guys are getting a lot of dickheads that are just being awful dicky to you about something that's out of your control and he's like well it's just that it's out of our control and we know that and they know that and I and more more power to them for knowing that but I always try to to sort of weigh out all of it. Because I know there are people out there who just prey on that shit, who do the exact same thing that I do except bad customers. Like, they'll never leave a review for a good customer service, but they'll always review something bad just because of that train wreck. Everybody has to look at it. It's just that mentality that we have today in America, maybe worldwide, but I can't speak for that. i only been here. But I... <laughs> I just, I I, I want to sort of level out all that shit. So I'll always write reviews. Even my stuff that I get from Amazon, I always leave a review and five-star, thank you, great job. I'll do five-star and a thumbs-up. <laughs> and I think that that works. I bet they get the idea, I'm sure. But anyway... um. I didn't, I, I don't know if maybe I left the conversation like, and, and plus I just woke up. It was 1030. I stayed up till probably, I don't know, it was five, 530 maybe watching a new show, which is the best new show that I've started. And I'm, I'm not going to talk about it yet because at the very end, when I give you my, my uh, three and three music and uh, movies and shows, I'm going to talk about it then. But I stayed up to like very early in the morning five five thirty six six o'clock somewhere around there, and uh I was watching this show, I went to sleep, I got like four hours of sleep, and then I woke up realizing that the internet wasn't working, and I had this whole thing start back, you know get it full circle um all to watch Parks and Rec by the way. <laughs> All of this just so I can go back to Pawnee for a little while and with little Sebastian and the crew. But <laughs> um But I was I'm sure that I wasn't as as chipper as I usually am because it was early and I was sort of ill because of the sleep thing and that I had just woken up and I'm walking around the house in my fucking drawers trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm like <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I was rude and I don't think that I was, but I definitely know that I said, I'm sorry, but I have to have internet today. Uh, like I, I just, I just have to have that, but I did not get prompted to do a survey on this thing. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe they thought I would have leave a bad one, but, and I wouldn't have, I would have left a good one because I do with all of those people that I do, uh, that I, the, have a transaction with basically or any kind of any kind of exchange of excuse me any kind of exchange of words i always leave those people a good review reduce reuse recycle jack johnson carious george that was a weird album (laughs) but uh anyway i'm not i'm not going any further with um with the thing, I just, I feel like people, people should give, uh, Tom Warner and Spectrum, a uh, give them a, give them a break. They're, they're not, they're not as bad as the, the folks on Facebook say. And I'm, I'm happy with, I'm happy with the service. <laughs> I'm happy with the service. So, um, oh yeah. So I, I, in saying, uh, that I try to be as nice as I can to those people, uh, in, in customer service or, or, uh, those people that you do surveys with surely. And, and even the same with, with cops, when I get pulled over, I've always been like overly nice to the cop that pulls me over to, or officer uh, cop sounds dirty, doesn't it? Not really, but I'll, I've always been overly nice to the, the officer that pulls me over and knock on wood. I've never been put in handcuffs unwillingly. <laughs> I've never been put in handcuffs even with, I'm not just, I don't think I've ever been put in handcuffs and never been arrested. And I've always, you know, uh, been as best as I can to be an upstanding citizen. And surely there has to be notes left on people, right? Like, all right, surely there is a, um, time that I call, customer service at time Warner cable or whatever have you, wherever I've done. So, and surely if I've done that before, there's a file that is kept on each person. There has to be, and I I bet it would probably be in the job description in most of these places to, uh, to log your experience with a person, right? Surely when a cop pulls you over, Whenever he, whenever he's filling out the paperwork on your ticket or, or your arrest or whatever, surely there's got to be, and this is a question for Joey, maybe surely there has to be notes that are kept on a person that is like, you know, Oh, this person is apt to fight or, um, use caution when approaching this person, blah, 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 or, uh, never had a problem with this person you're safe or what, you know, I, I don't know. Just you would, you would think. But uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a question for Joey and Brother Joey Bellamy. He's a new he's a new uh, he's a new subscriber on the YouTube channel. He's a he's a he's a newbie. We we actually I, and I'm so proud of of uh, of this podcast uh, just because of Tyler Brown's words. He doesn't. I don't think he realizes how much that meant to coming from him who's a person. I totally respect from an art point of view, he's a very, very good artist. And, uh, and I mean that in every aspect of what an artist is. He's a very good one of those, but he was actually the one who was talking to, uh, talking to Joey about my podcast and, and, uh, politicking for me, man, that was cool. But anyway, um, that'll be a question for him and Joey, Joey, if you you, you hear me, text me, It takes me if I'm, uh, uh, if I'm right, my phone's recording. I'm on do not disturb. So, uh, you know, just, just text me when you can. Let me know. Let me know if I'm right or not. Do you guys keep logs on, uh, logs on your, your, uh, the people you have interactions with interactions, not transactions. Um, so that's. The end of that little, 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 little block. Here's another little interesting tidbit, and this is going to be my last, my last little, uh, uh few minutes of talk. I watched Allie Wong's new stand up that came out. She did Baby Cobra uh, a couple years ago, and she's great. I love Allie Wong, she's hilarious. Well, now she's released another stand up, and she's pregnant again, so she's got the baby bump. I think that's she's going to film a special every child. but that would be hilarious and and, and everything she does is pretty good but she was talking about women having paid maternity leave and she she said this and because of who I am as a person anytime somebody says something and gets like a, a, a good response like a good crowd good crowd response feedback from it I'll always, uh, I I don't know that, that I note that mentally. And I'm like, she said, um, something that I didn't understand. She said, uh, one of her punch lines was, Oh, Oh, or maybe, or maybe we can just get maybe some paid maternity leave for a mom to get their bodies back in, in actual functioning shape. Before they have to go back to the workplace. Because there's a lot of shit that you don't understand if you've never had a baby before. That goes on after you have the baby that you sort of need time at home and away from people. And I didn't understand that because obviously I've never had a child. Nor have I been in close quarters with anyone who has. And I don't know about all these the, the, the couple weeks after and all the things that happened to, to a woman's body. And uh, I started, I started doing a little doing a little research and looking into uh, a few of these things. And for some reason, uh, you know how the internet works and Facebook. it got me it, I, I'm in this little libertarian group and uh, this was one of the things that was shared. So I'm going to read this so I'll get it right. A person named Liz Merriweather on Twitter says, I don't need to be held sacred, quote unquote. I need birth control, paid maternity leave, child care options, universal pre-K, and a safe workplace. I'm not disagreeing with that. I will say, yeah, if, if birth control could be available with on the, on the off the shelf, just like I get my heartburn pills, then that, I, I guarantee you that would control a lot of the population issues that we're having right now. Cause one of the biggest problems in the world is that we have too many people and not a lot of people understand that we just have too many people and that's just all there is to it. And, uh, if, if birth control was available like off the rack to where people could get it and I mean I, I don't know if that's a, if that's even an option at all, but I, I don't see how that would that would hurt things. Um, I believe that anytime a, a woman goes it, 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 she should have paid maternity leave. That's any anytime a child is is brought into the world, she should have paid maternity leave. For those kind of things. And of course, it's like people are like, oh, you have to work X amount of years before you build up X amount of days. And that's such a fucked up situation that you have to just wait that long before you get to where you can have time to take off for this. But it's not like you're going to be having a, like, it's not like you're going to be having a child every nine months. You know, I mean, this is only like, what, what are people going to have? Like what max four kids, maybe three or four kids. And it's not like they're going to ba- bang them all out and no pun intended, bang them all out in one particular, like one after the other. I mean, think of just, what is this a month, a month of time every two or three years? Does that really, is that really going to hurt a business to, to, to pay for that for a couple years? I mean, it, and, Granted, I'm just thinking out loud. The uh, child care options, I, I can see how that would be difficult. Um, that stuff's not cheap. i got a lot of friends with kids. I know that there's some lucky enough to have family members who can watch their children, and that's, that is financially great. And, uh, and it's just, I know that it costs a lot to take care of a child and, uh, universal pre-k and the safe workplace, universal pre-k. Yeah. There, there, there should be, there should be some sort of like early learning things that, that, but I think that maybe a lot of school systems, uh, or public school systems offer, uh, things like that. As far as I'm, as far as I'm aware, and I could be wrong. This is a question for maybe Alicia, um, in the safe workplace, I think we can all agree with. All right, so a gentleman named Brian Carter responded to, and I'll read this again since I've sort of picked it all apart. I'll read it again in its entirety. I don't need to be held sacred. I need birth control, paid maternity leave, child care options, universal pre-K, and a safe workplace. Okay, that was Liz Merriweather. Now, gentleman Brian Carter has this response. There are many options for birth control. You just want the government to pay for it. There are many options for child care, but it's expensive to have kids, so you want the government to pay for that too. And when you have that kid, you want to be paid to stay at home and care for the child you decided to have. And you want the government to pay for pre-K, which is basically daycare, because, well, daycare is expensive. I'll agree that a safe workplace is important. The rest is just you demanding that someone subsidize your desire to have kids that you can't afford to have. Your sense of entitlement is a big part of the problem. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that escalated quickly. Um, And I agree with, with a couple, I agree with... I want to keep myself safe here. I agree with the core of what they're both saying if that makes any sense. Yes, I believe that a that a mother should have paid maternity leave when she has her child. Yes, I believe that. I don't and I don't think that I would be disagreed with a lot. I don't think a lot of companies would have a problem I, I mean, I don't, if, if looking at the grand scheme, obviously there is a problem with it because I, I, I was totally unaware of this, but in, in, uh, just another thing that, that, a, a woman has to deal with that, a, that a man doesn't. And I was on the ignorant side of that until just, just, uh, just recently, but I shared this post on Facebook with the caption thoughts question mark. Thoughts. I want to see what people think about this, and I uh, was going to actually do an entire episode on this, but I uh, I, I decided to go a different route, um, but I get so many people on this thread on my Facebook, and I, I agree with the majority of what people are saying because I'm so in the middle I, I can I can have there's some things over here that I agree with and some things over here that I agree with and I and I have no problem talking about those things which I disagree with but because I'm so I'm so right down the middle as far as all, most of these things go I, I I I can get away with not leaning towards a side and sort of agreeing a little bit with both and by that I mean Like I was saying, I do believe that a woman should have paid maternity leave. I don't think that should be an option. As far as childcare options, there are a bunch of those. But from what the guy is saying, yeah, there are a lot of people who, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who are taking advantage of these situations in 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 a way in which it's preventing people who actually need assistance are not able to get it because there are there there is a group of people who are taking advantage of this and I'm and I'm not the only reason I, I and I can say that from experience. Um my take is I I got in a car accident. Uh I was living in a little river. Uh Lost was still on TV. It was a Wednesday it was on the way back to my apartment to watch Lost Rear-ended a guy, uh, had to take some time off of work. Okay, hold on, guys. We lost feet on YouTube. Okay. All right. I don't know. um... All right. So, uh, lost video for a second. We're back up now. Anyway, um... shit, where was I at? Okay. So, I got in a pretty, I got in a car accident one time. And I had to, uh, I had to take some time off of work. And in that time off of work, I was told that I should go and and file for unemployment because I have to take time off of work. Apparently, when you work, you are paying into this. You're you're paying into this fund, and uh, you're basically, um, you know, you're basically paying into this so that you can collect if you need to. So. After I realized that that was something that I was going to need to do because I I couldn't work and I lost a little bit of money on, I lost a little bit of money. So I filed for unemployment. I got accepted and I went to, I went to the unemployment office and I waited in line and I, I was like, I was waiting in line and I was looking around the room and it was just, I was like, man, I am not like a lot of these folks here that I'm standing with. And I am just, I was like, this is not me. This is not normal. I don't think I'm comfortable with this. I feel like I owe I don't know, I I, I just feel like I owe, even people who I borrowed money from years ago, I still, like, man, I owe that person. Or, you know, and I, I don't, like, that shit weighs on my mind. And I don't really understand, I don't really understand someone looking at that situation and not, feeling a little weird. Like, am I taking advantage of a situation or is, is this, is this necessary? And granted, I was trying to find a job at the time and I ended up finding a job and not needing to, not needing to file unemployment. So, uh, I, but I literally waited in that line, got all the way up to talk to the woman and she gave me some kind of a run around business. And I was like, she was pretty much told me I had to go to the back of the line and wait again. And I was like, all right, I, can I just, can I just cancel this thing? She was like, what do you mean? I was like, can I just not do this? Like I'm fine. Like I'll, I'll be all right. I'll make it. And the lady, I, I, I don't, I don't know she'd apparently never heard anybody say that before. Cause she didn't know how to respond. And I just, I just never, I never did any more, did any more shit with it. I never got any dollars from them and I didn't, I don't know, I just didn't care. And I'm glad that I didn't because it ended up working out for me in the end. And I don't know, I just, I I looked around, I looked around the room and there, dude, now there were a couple people there, like a couple of moms with a, uh, holding a baby on her hip and one uh, standing next to her and, there were like f- legit families in there who needed assistance and, and I could see that. And I'm like, you know, there's a couple of people who really, who really need this shit. And I was like, I'm, I don't think I'm one of those people. Maybe, uh, I, I'll be fine. And I just, uh, I don't know. I just walked out and I, I never went back never, never, never cared to do that. But, um, I just feel like people should just do what they like. Like find something that you like, and find something that you're good at, and just do that, and the money will show up. I actually said that to uh, to some folks who were at our gig at Wahoo's tonight, and I was like, if you do what you like and you do what you enjoy, the money will, the the money will just show up. The, the money is the the least is the least of. Uh, of my worries generally, or now it used to be a much bigger, a bigger deal. But if you, if you just do, do what you do, the right things and do what you know is right and work and do, do things that you are good at. they monetize themselves and they literally do. I know. And maybe my situation is, is, is a, is a strange one and maybe it works out differently for other people. But in my experience, I've always, I've just done, I've done what I like to do and it, it is now what I pay my bills with. And I just don't see it being that hard to make money in America. Like, is it, and I know. I don't know. I mean, I just, I, and I see some people. And I, I guess, I guess, if you're, if you're homeless and you walk into a place and try to get a job, maybe when you when they ask you for your address and you have to tell them you don't have one, I'm sure that probably uh, throws a monkey wrench into a lot of situations. But even still, I sort of feel like there's a lot of work to be done. I just think that a lot of people, like I said, it's not hard to make money in America. I think it's just hard for people to put a price on their time. You know, I think it may just be hard for people to put a price on their time. Like, unfortunately, some folks may just be worth less than they think. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying worth less is worth less of a person. I mean, just worth less of an employee. Like maybe you don't have the experience someone else has. If if someone wants to make $15 an hour or, or whatever, like the, I know a lot of people like in the, in the, uh, oh, help me out here. Where am I at? Um, uh, the ambulatory, uh, side of things like, like ambulances and, uh, uh, doctors, Or or like, like, uh, OR nurses and shit or, and, uh, ER nurses. And I know a lot of these folks who, if you break down their hours, they don't make a lot more than $15 an hour. And what would that tell? Like, like for instance, if, if McDonald's raised its minimum wage to $15 an hour, then what's that going to say to the construction worker who gets out and works his balls off every day to make $12 an hour that someone who flips burgers and not, not, not taking anything away from McDonald's as a job, any job is a job and that's, and that's good. But some of these jobs are for younger people who are getting to, are transitioning into the workforce, you know, and, and, and stay with me on this. But, Maybe that's just for someone who's never had a job before, who is sort of transitioning into this workforce deal, and they're having to learn all of these things. Maybe that's a good transitional job for them to where, okay, we're going to pay you $7.50 an hour, and you're going to do this. It's not hard work. It's, it's just work. And you can do this. And learn how, to learn how to be an employee. I think that that is what a job like that is for. Now, what's that going to say to a kid if he can just get in, say, middle school or whatever. Middle school, high school. He's finally getting a car or whatever. He's got to pay for it. He want to go get a job at McDonald's. Say he walks into McDonald's and gets a job and gets paid $10 an hour. Let's 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 say ten dollars an hour at McDonald's. Now, what if after he wants to move up into this workforce thing, he's not satisfied with McDonald's anymore. He wants to do something different. He wants to move up to like maybe a, a, I don't know a job a cashier somewhere or, or 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 whatever. Insert anything. Now, if somebody wants him to go and work construction. And say, you know what, man, you got no experience in doing this. I'll give you $10 an hour. But if you do this well, you'll get bumped up and you'll be able to make good dollars if you actually stay with it. Why is he going to leave a job that he's already getting paid $10 for and he's put in his time to go and do this? Which is going to take a lot of our trade workers away. Now, a lot of people want to complain About immigrants coming into America, taking American jobs because American people are too fucking lazy to work them. And I'm sorry, I may have overstepped my my boundaries here on that, but I'm just saying that a lot of American people are lazy and I'm one of them don't. And and listen, the reason I I can get, I can say these things is because I'm a lazy American. The difference in me and other lazy Americans is I figured out a way to monetize something that I was halfway decent at. Now, if maybe, maybe people aren't in the same situation to where uh, they can, uh, just, just do, do their art, go out and, and do their art, in front of people and, and find a way to monetize that. And I'm very lucky to be in a situation to where I I can say that that's my job, but I I just, people are so lazy that, and and, and granted, I, I know I'm very lazy, but when I had to work those jobs, like when I had to crawl houses doing pest control or when I had to cut grass doing landscaping, like I did that. And I'm a lazy American. I'm very lazy. Very lazy. I did everything I could, man. I text my I text my boss every morning when we was doing landscaping. I was like, supposed to rain today. I was like, God, I hope it rains. I don't want to go to work. But you know what? If he says, yeah, if he said, or if he said, no, it ain't going to rain, I went to fucking work. I did it. And I might not have been happy about it. And I might not have been the best best uh, employee. And I'm, I'm sure of it. But I... I, I did it. And I just don't see I don't know, man. I'm just I'm not seeing a whole lot of uh I'm not seeing a whole lot of people who are who are able to or, or who are willing to do what needs to be done just to be just to be financially comfortable. Um but anyway, and I'm not even talking about illegal stuff. like that sounds like you want you want to make some money on the side. That sounds like some fucking uh, Bronx tail shit. but I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying people don't people don't seem like they want to do what needs to be done in their workplace. like maybe you don't maybe you can't find the kind of job you want, but that don't mean there's not a job there. And you know what, man? if someone wants to come in from another country, and come into our country where things are maybe maybe better than their home country, and they're actually pulling their weight, and they're doing they're doing their things, and I and I I, I expect it to be done done legally as as things should be done. I have absolutely no problem with that at all, and I, I think that that is the American dream. They call it the, they call it the American dream, so that people across the world can come to America and fulfill their dreams. The American dream isn't for Americans. The American dream is for, uh, is for, well, uh, I say that wrong. The American dream is for Americans, but the American dream, the idea behind it was not people who are already here. It was for people who are coming to America to, to be successful and to make money. He says that in a departed when he's beating this dude with a pistol. It's America. You don't make no money, make more money. It's America. <laughs> but anyway, in closing in that, minimum wages probably could stand to be a little higher. The cost of living is certainly higher than it was since the last time like last time minimum wage was changed. Uh yeah. I mean I, I don't see I don't see why minimum wage can't be bumped up to eight or eight fifty. I don't I don't see an issue with that. But I do think it's ridiculous for people to expect, uh, to expect hard work wages for, uh, not hard work work. So anyway, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I went a lot longer than I expected to, um, with this talk, I haven't eaten anything yet, so I'm probably getting a little ill, but, um, Sorry, video cut out. I saw I had a couple of a uh, couple of live watchers in the in the first video, and I tried to get it back up as quick as I could. But uh, either way, if uh, you don't give a shit about sports, these last few words are going to be about sports. Oh, okay. Well, well, first before I go in uh, and say anything about that, I'll give you music and movies and uh, shit for the week for this episode. So your music. This week you should listen to Robert Plant and Allison Krauss of Led Zeppelin and Union Station, respectively, had an album called *Raising Sand* and it was beautiful, so good, such a good album. Check that out, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss, *Raising Sand*. Um, Tiger's Jaw. There's a band called Tiger's Jaw, and it's. Uh, I listened to some weird music. But there's, Tiger's Jaw is great. It's, it's, and I say sloppy, not meaning in a bad way. It's like, it, you have to listen to it and understand what I mean. It's, it's just, it, it doesn't seem like they were as worried about it being, uh, good. They were just worried about it being, well, I'm, I, now I'm taking away from it. It's a great album, and it didn't seem like they were trying very hard, and it still came out perfectly. And it's a Tiger's Jaw, self-titled Tiger's Jaw, and it's a the cover is a big slice of pizza. It's an, The whole album is less than 30 minutes long. I'd suggest you listen to the full album. The video's on YouTube. Check it out. And Coheed and Cambria, Second Stage Turbine Blade. Listen to that album, Coheed and Cambria. That was a good one. One of the one of the earlier albums of theirs, um, which is also some weird shit I like to listen to, Coheed. So, Robert Plant, Alison Krause, Raising Sand, Tiger's Jaw, Tiger's Jaw, and Coheed and Cambria, Second Stage, Turbine Blade. Movies and shows for you to watch this week. If you're into weird shit, weird alien-like shit, and I may have said this before, and if I have, just take this as a as a sign that you actually need to watch it because it's really creepy, really weird, really good. The fourth kind watch the fourth kind. It's a, it's about a town in Alaska called Nome, Alaska. Watch it. It's, it's, uh, interesting. That's a movie. Um, I think it's on prime, but you have to rent it. Uh, anyway, Brock Meyer, (laughs) <laughs> it is a TV show on IFC that brother Tim Novi turned me on to about a year ago. And it is about a, uh, a baseball announcer who, uh, a li- a live game reporter who basically, uh, had his wife cheat on him. And now he, every single game, like he'll be like, and I walked into my house to see my wife. Up under our neighbor, giving her the business, giving it to her hard, and the curveball blowing away. <laughs> so he's just describing what happened to his wife, or how he walked into his wife cheating on him, and he's still calling the game. He's like, "Yeah, and uh, and man, I'm telling you, he had her bent over that rocking chair, and he was giving it to her hard. Fly out right. <laughs> it's just it's good. You got to check it out. All right." I said earlier in the episode, I stayed up till six o'clock almost in the morning this morning watching this show on Netflix, and I'm probably about to finish another half a season of it. I may may watch the rest of it tonight, depending on how many episodes there are in season two, but I'm already like a couple episodes into season two. Dear white people. Watch Dear White People. It is awakening. How good this show is. It's so ironic that I watched this Allie Wong special, which watch the Ali Wong special too. Uh definitely do that. If I said Fourth Kind twice, then then add Ali Wong's second special. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's uh it's awesome. Um, Baby Cobra was the first one. This, this new one's very good, too. Um, talking about watching that show or watching that stand-up and seeing her uh, um, talk about this maternity leave thing and talk about the changes that the female body goes through after having a kid and all this other jazz And I totally did not know anything about this. And I was like, holy shit, this has just been going on right up under my nose the whole time. And I haven't, I've never known anything about this. Like I just like a whole new world that I wasn't aware to or hip to. And dear white people did the same exact thing. Like I, like being, uh, being a guy from the South, like I, I would consider myself somewhat of a forward thinker. And I can see the subtle racism in things that people around here do and uh, that they don't realize are really being racist. But then I start watching Dear White People and I'm like, oh, shit, this is like this is literally like we understand that a lot of people don't understand what they're that that they're actually doing something that is uh, inherently racist and they're not realizing it, and I, 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 I've it's it's awakening. That's the only thing I can do, only word I can use to describe it. It's very like aha moment ish, and every everything that they say in that show and the the uh, the situations, the life life occurrences that they tackle in that show are just so very relatable to things that I have seen or situation that I've been in where they're like, you know what, this isn't cool. It's not like, it's not like I understand, but I, it's not like I just wake up now and I'm like, Oh, I get it. But I just realize now that there are a lot of things that as a white man, I do not understand that goes on in the life of a black person, and this show is a beautiful uh, way to learn those differences and see that. So, please stop watching whatever you are watching right now. This cut this video off, cut this shit, cut this YouTube off, and, and watch "Dear White People." Please, it's awesome. It's pouring ass rain outside right now. So Robert Plant, Allison Krauss, Raising Sand, Tiger's Jaw, self-titled, Coheed and Cambria, Second Stage Turbine Blade. Listen to those. Watch The Fourth Kind and Ali Wong's new stand-up. Brock Meyer on IFC. It's on IFC On Demand if you have the uh, the, the on-demand stuff, but it's also available on Prime, uh, rent, obviously, or uh, purchase. And Dear White People, Dear White People, Please watch that show. It is so good. It is so fucking good. (sighs) All right. Speaking of so fucking good, have you watched my Atlanta Braves playing baseball? Goodness. They're fantastic as well. Beat the Cubs tonight. We, 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 uh, there was a couple bad calls last night. We would have beat them twice probably, but we're doing really well. I haven't jinxed us yet. So, uh, there's that. Um, LeBron down two games. So he's still in the hunt. He, my, my Saban, my Alabama bronze stat still alive. Uh, I think he's resting. Um, hopefully he, he may went out if his team steps up. Oh, so Scott Farrell, he's, he's my, 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 uh, uh, my sports talk guy. I love listening to Farrell on the bench at the end of the night. Um, he had this theory, on the way that the Celtics could beat the Cavs is to cover everybody except LeBron James. Cover the entire other team except for LeBron James. Even if he scores, what, he's going to score 40? He can't beat you with that. He can't beat you by himself. So it seems like the the Celtics are actually letting LeBron do what he's got to do, and they're covering just everybody else, and that's how they're beating them. So hopefully hopefully, old Tyronn Lue, who, uh, who is not actually the coach, and actually LeBron sees that and sort of, Keeps my stat alive. But anyway, that's all I got for you today. Um, The video feed cut out. Sorry for that. Um, I know it's awful inconvenient to click on a video that says part two, but appreciate you if you did. Anywho, um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, We have the GoFundMe. Please go to our GoFundMe page if the good Lord lays it on your heart. Go to the uh Merles on the Stuff uh podcast, GoFundMe page. I share it on my Facebook all the time. If you're listening or watching, I'm sure you have connected with me on Facebook. Or uh, just just check it out. It's on the on the page. Help us out. We got another um we got another 70 bucks coming through from a couple of a couple of new donors. And uh producers adding to the producer list, and I actually updated the producer list on our Facebook page as well, so that's happening, and also, I'm going to have to say this in the beginning of of the, uh, when I do the intro for this, we are doing My Stuff, and by Merle's Inlet Stuff, we're shortening that to M-I-Stuff, M-I-Stuff, or My Stuff, because it's basically my story of, or my my take on a lot of this shit that I'm talking about. So it's a double entendre. Me and Tyler Brown had this conversation. He, he made the art and was like, dude, trust me, this is, and I trust his words. And he's giving me some great advice. And my stuff makes this a, a large, it, it, it maybe a larger demographic. Because we're starting to do that. I'm actually trending on Potomatic site um, a little, not heavily, but we're, we're actually doing well. We're, we're staying right there in the, in the one hundreds and that's, um, something to be very proud of for, to be just mostly just me and a microphone. So thank you guys for listening. Cause I couldn't have done that without you for sure. Um, so yeah, my stuff, I like it. Anywho, I'm getting the fuck out of here, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Yeah. Catch you next time. Roll Tide. Love you. Mean it. Be good.